Hey guys, and welcome to episode 14 of Business Shit. I'm your host, Mimi G, and today's topic is all about Q&A. I have so many emails that come into our Business Shit email address with questions, and there's just no way I'm going to get through all of these questions if I just do, you know, one an episode. So I thought every now and then, maybe once a month or so, I'll go and do a Q&A day where I'm just going to answer questions. If you guys send me an email and it's not necessarily a question, but just something you're saying to me, I do plan on responding. Um, I do about as many as I can a day. Uh, you know, I'm sure you can imagine I get a lot of mail, so I try to go through um, most of it myself. So um, just bear with me. <laughs> also, I want to mention before we get started that if you watch me on YouTube versus listening to me um, on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you're listening, um, I just wanted to say if you leave your questions in the comments, I'm probably not going to see it or get to it. So please, please, please email us at businessshit at gmail.com. You know, I have a ton of comments and questions on Facebook, a ton of comments and questions on Instagram, a ton of comments and questions on YouTube. I can't keep track, okay, y'all? I can't keep track of it all. So if you have a question that's about business shit, email that shit. All right? Cool. Um, let's see. Something else I wanted to say is, you know, we're gearing up towards the end of the year. Uh, after this episode, I have three more that I'm filming, and then your girl is taking a break, okay? Because I need a break during the holidays, and I'm going to take it. So I'm super excited that... Um, you know, that we're even at episode 14, which brings me to the next thing I want to make you guys aware of. If for some reason you um, are listening to me on iTunes or even Spotify, I noticed, and you notice that the first, uh, I think, three or four episodes are missing, um, it will populate soon. There was some sort of back-end thing that I had set up, so it was only showing, I think, 10 episodes, so my bad. Um, I have updated, but it takes a couple of days for it to, like, I don't know, go through the feed and update, so in case you were wondering where those missing episodes are, they'll show up soon, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Q&A day. I have, you know, I don't know, four or five questions that I'm going to go through. Um, you know, please send them. If you have a question about something, you know, I might not get to it in the next episode or the next two or three or four episodes, but I will get to them. So I thought this would be uh, really helpful for a lot of people because I know sometimes you might have a question and you don't want to send it or maybe you just don't want to email um, and put your business all out there. Um, but sometimes people will ask the question that you were wondering. And so maybe in doing this, I'll answer a question that you might have been wondering or maybe one that you hadn't even thought of. So the first one says, hi, Mimi. I trust all is well. My name is blank. She wants to be anonymous. <laughs> An avid follower who is very appreciative of the gifts you have been so kind to share all these years that I have followed your journey. Sewing is definitely one of my passions and I have transitioned that into my, my hobby into a handmade apparel and accessories business. Good for you. I tend to be extra hard on myself when I consider all of the mistakes and missed opportunities in developing my business. However, I believe at the same time the show must go on. The Business Ship Podcast is in, insightful and really hits home for me even though my business is not where I want it to be. The self-doubt is crippling at times, causing me to react and not move forward, but the desire to do so and be better is there. My question is, after listening to this very thought-provoking episode, she's talking about episode 12, launching your product, how do I regain ground after not successfully launching my products in the past? 
I do intend to review the list that you have provided in that episode and use that moving forward with my business, but I want to do justice to those items that didn't get the stage they deserve, you know? Any thoughts? So here's the thing. I think a lot of you after that episode may have been looking at previous launches or um, products that you had put out and sort of been like, damn, I should have done this or I could have done that or sort of gotten this new idea um, on how you could have launched it. Well, here's the thing. Relaunch it. <laughs> That's the simplest answer I have for you is relaunch it. You know, um, if, if you launched it before and it didn't have great success, maybe if you launch it now with all of the different tips and things that I shared in that episode, you'll have much greater success. So redo your marketing, redo your ads, redo your graphics, change the style, you know, take new pictures, whatever it is, do a whole new fresh approach and launch it as if it were a whole new product. There's no reason why you can't do that. So if you're sitting there, after episode 12, thinking, damn, I could have or I should have done this. There's no reason why you can't. Just start again, take those old products, give them a new life, and relaunch. Okay? Start there. Second question is, hi, Mimi. I hope this email finds you well. I follow you and business shit on IG and have been following your makes for years. I'm, I'm having a hard time navigating attention on my page. Primarily my page is used, I think she's talking about her IG page, is used to advertise my Etsy shop and the clothes that I make. I'm noticing a trend where my post of myself in clothing gains so much attention and my bags gain average attention. I'm okay with this since I know my face will naturally get more attention quicker than a product. What I'm having a hard time navigating is receiving attention on my posts that I'm starting to feel pressured to perform and it gives me anxiety whenever I post a picture of myself. Any tips on how to deal with overwhelming attention and pressure to perform? Then she writes, P.S. I realize my IG is nowhere near the popularity of yours, but to me this is a lot of attention and I'm actually really shy. I forget that I'm posting to people. I think I'm posting to a photo album that is invisible <laughs> to everyone. I found that really funny <laughs> because I think one thing that people assume um, about me is that I'm not shy, but I'm actually very shy. Um, I'm always a person that if I go into a room full of people and I don't know anyone, I am like in the corner of the room. I don't speak to people. Um, I have always had a hard time, um, you know, networking, so I never attend networking events. I actually, I dislike them very much. I feel a lot of pressure. Um, I never know what to say. And um, unless somebody speaks to me first, I generally won't, won't initiate a conversation because I am very shy. When I started doing uh, the blog and sort of became this personality, uh, you know, this Mimi G person, uh, it forced me to have to be uh, an extrovert, and that was really hard. You know, now it sort of becomes more natural because I've had to do it for so long, and now whenever I get stopped on the street, um, you know, it excites me. It, it makes me a, a lot happier to, to sort of not feel that, that anxiety uh, that I would get when meeting new people. But that is still the same sort of, you know, person that I am when I'm not, you know, quote unquote, Mimi G. 
So, you know, I thought that that was really insightful for her to say that. And then it sort of gave me the idea to, to respond with, well, continue pretending that it's invisible. <laughs> if you're having anxiety over getting the attention, one, you have to really sort of think to yourself, is this something that I want for myself? And if it is something that you want for yourself, you really just need to get over it, right? The attention is good. Now, you might not always get good attention, right? I mean, the bigger you get, the more negative attention you get sometimes, and that just sort of comes with the territory. Um, and you just have to be okay with either of that. But if you're having a hard time right now, right, with the attention that you're getting, then just continue pretending that you're posting to an invisible photo album. If it helps you, that's great. You know, one of the things that you have to really know is that when you put yourself out there, whether it's for business or just personal, um, you know, you're going to have attention coming from different people, either strangers or your friends or family. And you have to just decide that if you are going to be a public person or you want to have any kind of success in, in, in business, whether you're selling a product or like, you know, you're saying handbags here through your Etsy shop, you're just going to need to be okay with that. And remember this especially when I talked about the social media uh, episode, you're posting and you're sharing what you are passionate about. You're doing it for yourself because it's, it's joyful to you and it's, it's what you're passionate about. Don't worry about everybody else. That's not why you're doing it. That's why I tell people when you're building your social media, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about what people are thinking. Don't worry about you know, what people might see or say. Just do it because you enjoy doing it. Stay focused on what it is that you want to provide and your vision, and, and don't worry about all the other stuff, okay? Just start there. Don't worry about everything else. Just focus on what it is that you're doing. Don't worry about the anxiety. If, if, you know, when it starts to come and you're reading it and you're starting to feel like, oh, my God, I have to post more, I have to share more, don't do that. Obviously, what you're doing is working. It's getting you attention. So just continue that. Chill out. Breathe. Take a breather. And every time you post, just pretend that it's an, into an invisible group of people. <laughs> Nobody's going to see it. All right? Just take a chill pill. All right. Uh, third question. Hello, I love your podcast, and I have been following your journey for years. I have a question. After binge listening to your podcast, I have recently launched a business. After listening, I'm evaluating who is my customer and what problem am I solving. I have realized that I've geared my business towards what I like to do personally and not towards a problem or a need. I kind of knew that going into it and had, much, had a much better idea and path to follow, but was so scared that I went with what was familiar and easy. My question is, now how do I get the I told you so out of my head to shift gears towards the other direction? In other words, put my big gal panties on, <laughs> not have a pity party and start over. I mean, do I have to scrap everything, i.e. my business name, site, etc. help, uh. <laughs> okay, you sort of answered your own question. You need to put your big girl panties on and you need to stop having a pity party and no, you don't have to start over. You just have to re refresh it. Find a way to do what it is that you like to do personally and then within what it is that you're doing, find how you can help other people. Um, you know, the, the whole point of, you know, earning respect, building trust, providing uh, help, solving a problem... Those are things to help guide what it is you're, you're doing, right? You might not have all of them. You might just be doing one thing. You might just be solving one thing. Um, but what you need to realize is that you don't have to scrap everything that you've done already. You can just sort of rebrand 
or refresh what it is that you have already been doing and then maybe add something new, right? So if you've already been doing something and let's say you wanna switch gears, you wanna go in another direction, just introduce whatever that other gear is and then add it to what you're doing and eventually just stop doing the other stuff, right? You don't have to do it all at one time. I think people feel overwhelmed like, oh my God, Mimi said I have to do this and so I have to scrap all this shit I've been doing and start all over and how do I do that? No, just relax, okay? Start to do the change little by little. You don't have to do everything at one time. Actually, doing the change uh, a little bit at a time will help not, not just you transition, but will help your followers and your customers transition with you. So just take baby steps. If the gear that you're going towards now is completely different and no way related to what you were doing personally, then yeah, you might want to reconsider uh, changing the name or uh, changing your site or changing your Instagram or uh, social handles. I can't tell you that definitively, definitively because I don't know. I would have to see um, and I don't have enough information to give you that answer. But from what I can read, I would just suggest to start making a little bit of a change by adding whatever you are trying to gear this towards and then slowly eliminating things that don't sort of line up with your new vision or your new goals. All right, next question. Uh, hello, uh, Mimi. I have been following you since your first pencil skirt DIY on YouTube. Girl, you are a real one. You've been in there for a long time. Okay. I recently jumped into starting a business this year. I taught myself to sew by watching you on YouTube mainly as well as others but I wasn't prepared for working my business. I made garments here and there for friends and family. I underpriced myself and later lost my drive. I haven't really been active in my business recently due to the recent loss of my daughter in unison with the end of a 12-year relationship. I'm so overwhelmed with grief, but I'm trying to push through. How can one get back to it and rebrand themselves after loss and failed success? That's a really hard question for me to answer because I cannot um, imagine losing a child. Um, so I, I couldn't, I can't, honestly, I can't even uh, put myself in your shoes to understand the level of grief um, and sorrow that you must be experiencing. I also don't even know how, how to share insight on moving forward because Honestly, at the thought of that alone is um, something that I don't, I don't think any mother could really uh, understand. Um, I'm so sorry for your loss, um, for your daughter and for your 12-year your relationship. That uh, together can be very difficult. So the first thing I would say is to allow yourself time to deal, time to grieve, time to move forward, um, to not add any pressure to yourself, because I, like I said, I can't even imagine honestly and truly giving you advice um, that I feel would be helpful. I, um, I think that, you know, if you are looking to sort of find solace in, in work to sort of help you, I think that that would be great. Um, but, you know, I, one of the things that I think is important for anybody to, to understand is that, you know, rebranding is just that. Every day is a new day. I could decide tomorrow that I want to rebrand Mimi G Style and I would just start again. 
You know, every day that you wake up is a new opportunity to do something great, to start something new, to move past something that was hurtful yesterday. So just start with a small step. And if you have found that when you were working your business, let me just tell you right, right now that when you said that I underpriced myself, that happens to almost everybody who starts sewing custom work for people. I think that when you learn to become a, a seamstress, I think a lot of times the first initial thought is, oh, I can make side money by sewing for other people. And that's great. But you have to understand that with that, you have to understand pricing because... I think that a lot of times, and I've seen this so many times, where people price something for what people could buy at a store, and I'm like, are you tripping? You have to, you have to charge for your time. You have to charge for the, uh, the cost of fabric, thread, a button, a zipper, everything that goes in with sewing custom, you need to account for. And that means that your customer has to understand that custom work is not cheap. And if you want to hire me to sew something for you, you're going to pay a lot more money than you would if you were buying something at a store because I am making this for you, specifically to your body. And no one else is going to have that. And so I think that a lot of people who start sewing businesses where they're sewing for others don't fully understand how to price that. Maybe I should do a podcast on that. So if you think I should, email me. Um, because that's not uncommon. So don't beat yourself up about that. That's a very common mistake that a lot of people make. So, but now that you know, if that is something that you want to do, you need to focus on what it is that it costs you to sit down, cut and sew something for somebody, um, do fittings, take time, um, source the, the fabric and the notions and all of that, and then really take a look at if that's something that you want to do. And if not, then figure out another way that you might want to be able to provide that service. I will say this to you. If you want specific help, please email me again um, so that I could go back and forth with you a little bit on, on maybe a way that I could help you. Because outside of that specifically, I, I just think you need to give yourself time. All right. Next question. Good morning, Mimi. I have been following you for quite some time, and I appreciate all that you have shared. I have a great I had a great opportunity to meet you in person a few years back when you did Passion to Profit, an event in Chicago. I learned so much from that. My question is, can you do a podcast about should you or shouldn't you pay for promotions on social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram? Okay, um, I don't know that I'll do a whole podcast episode on that, but I will give you my thoughts on, on uh, pro paid promotions on Facebook and Instagram. I use both of them. Um, I don't use Facebook and Instagram uh, paid ads for my blog, but I do use them for other businesses. So for Sew It Academy uh, or for our patterns or for, you know, things like that, I do use them. I have found them very valuable. Um, I think that you have great control over your budget, how much you want to spend. It gives you a really great idea about um, the amount of people you're going to reach for the amount of money that you're going to pay on a daily budget. So uh, it gives you great ways to customize and target the people that you're, you're trying to reach. And I think that it could be very beneficial. And you don't need to have a huge budget to do it. So I would start with, uh, depending on Instagram or Facebook, whichever you have your biggest following is where I would start. You know, do 
30 bucks, do 50 bucks, do 100 bucks, really depending on what you can afford, um, and try it out and see how many people you reach and what the response is. I have found great success from doing both Instagram ads and Facebook ads for Sew It Academy specifically. So um, I am all for it. I've tried it myself, and so I could vouch for, uh, for how well it has worked for me. So um, that is my, my thoughts on Facebook and Instagram posts, uh, paid ads. Try it out. Set a small budget out for yourself and then see what the response is. And if it's a good response, then next time up your budget a little bit, maybe spread it out over a couple more days and see how that works out for you. Okay, and the last question. First, I want to say thank you. I am one of your fans that has been following you for years. I don't sew and never have, <laughs> but just enjoyed you so much that I continued to follow you. Congrats on all of your success. So, I am in the middle of pulling together my blog. I have written many articles, gathered info, all that stuff. But now, when it comes right down to moving forward, I have let all of the negativity get to me and I'm stuck. Now I don't know what to do with it, and I feel like all of my ideas are not as great as I thought they were. I'm a registered nurse making decent money and have become discouraged. In my heart, I feel like my blog will be a success. I think about this every day, too many times a day. Help. I think that a lot of people think I have like some kind of magic answer, and I don't. You guys, I really don't. <laughs> it really is just a matter of doing things even when you are discouraged, even when you are fearful, even when you are doubtful. You have to do it anyway. If you really feel like you have something to say and it's going to be beneficial to people, then what is holding you back? Nothing. Just you. Just you being afraid of, not, of, of doing it. And if your goal is really just that you have something to say that you think is going to help other people, then you have zero to lose. There's nothing to lose. If you have an idea or you have something that you want to do and you are simply just afraid to do it because you are maybe doubtful that it will be successful or that you are afraid of what people are going to say, um, those are all silly, silly reasons to have because really at the end of the day, if you're doing something, and I've said this in every other podcast, please, please go back and listen to all of these other podcasts and really take in what I've said. If you approach whatever it is that you're doing, especially a business idea, with the sole intent of helping somebody else do something, then you have already started, right? You have already started to succeed because your goal is to help. The money will come. The money comes after you've, you've, you've done the work. But if your intent is to help and to, you know, to, to provide some kind of service that is going to benefit other people, then please don't let fear and doubt keep you from doing it. Let me tell you something. Every time I'm going to launch a product, every time I'm going to post a new picture shit for, of, of what I made last week, inside my body, I have all of the same fears and doubts and insecurities that all you guys have. I really do. I swear to you, every time I post something, inside of me somewhere is that little voice that says, oh, what if somebody says something negative? What if they don't like it? What if it's ugly? What if it's not good enough? What if this? What if that? That happens to me even now. And you know what I do? I tell it to shut the fuck up. That's what I do. I tell myself to shut up, to ignore all of the bad negative things that all of our lives have trained us to, to say to ourselves. And I do it Anyway, that's it. Do it anyway. Because if you have something that you feel and you say in your email that you really feel in your heart of hearts that it will benefit somebody, then do it. 
Just move forward. Keep doing what it is that you're doing. Launch whatever it is you want to launch. Speak whatever it is that you want to speak. Be the truth that you feel within yourself because really that is the only thing that sets us all apart is to be authentic, speak your shit, and don't let other people discourage you. And when you're fearful, do it anyway. That's it. I don't have an actionable to do for you guys today except, you know what, if you're fearful, if you're doubtful, if you're insecure, write down your idea and start making a plan to launch, to execute. And, you know, every time that you start to feel fearful or doubtful or insecure, just think of this, that even I feel those same things, but I do them anyway. And that is really what sets me apart from other people. And it's going to set you apart from other people is you're going to do it regardless of your doubt, your insecurities and your fear. All right, guys, if you haven't already joined our Facebook group, it's private. Head on over. It's a really, really great support system, a great place to collaborate, bounce off ideas, meet other really amazing people. It's linked in the description box of, uh, of the blog post, so make sure and go there, businessshit.com. Find today's episode. It'll be linked for you. Remember, if you have a question, please, please feel free to talk your shit and email me at businessshit at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, in order for your business to succeed, it has to be the shit. It needs to solve a problem, help them get past their current stage, earn respect, and build trust. I'm out.